Hello and welcome to the movie podcast. My name is Shabazz and I am joined by my two other podcastees. Daniel and Hi. Anthony. Hi there. Daniel, how are you doing? I'm good. How about you? You know, another day in paradise. Another day in hell. No, oh. it's May. It's, it's good. We're, it's not hell anymore. It's good. It's May now. It's April showers bring more May showers, I think is what the word is. I think April showers bring May. Did we have a lot of April showers? Snowfalls. Yeah, I think we, we had a lot of rain. Did we see the sun in April, first of all? Yeah. yeah. At all? Yeah, yeah, we had some really sunny days. Yeah, and then like, it snowed like immediately afterwards. Snow, yeah. I, we I, have been getting like a snowstorm every April so far. I feel like people who who forget like the weather in Canada is usually the same no matter like it's like every year it's like can you believe it's snowing yeah in yeah April? like it always normal does. it yeah. always snows every like, there's always been an ice storm in April yeah it's it's just like we tend to forget a lot yeah about we, our we, weather we try to forget that's I think yeah. the thing we try to forget Anthony how are you doing today I'm doing well yeah it's a gloomy day here in Toronto but just you know I'm here I'm enjoying your company do you normally see the second tea or was that just for the audience uh, it's for our American audience because okay. they love to say Toronto. Uh, Toronto. Yeah, I, Toronto. I like to say, you know, tea. Yeah. You like to say tea? <laughs> tea. <laughs> I remember, yeah. I, was it, I don't know if I was with you or with somebody else. But no, it, was, we were, it was us. It was yeah, us? Yeah. yeah, we were in California and uh, we were at a store and this lady asked, oh, where are you guys from? You have an interesting accent. And we're like, oh, that's that's new to me, first of all. Uh, pardon me. We sound the exact same as you. <laughs> yeah. We, like, were in, uh, we were in San Francisco. We were in San Francisco. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm from Toronto. And she's like, oh, Santorino? And I'm like, whoa. Almost none of those letters no. are what I said. <laughs> and I'm Toronto. like, is, is Santorino a place? Because San, I mean, Santorino is a sounds place. Sounds like a place, yeah, right? Santorino I'm like, oh, no. Um, like Canada? They're like, oh, I've never heard of that place. I'm like, Toronto? Toronto, Ontario? She's like, no. I'm like, oh, sorry. Toronto. Oh, oh Drake. Oh, yes. yeah. Okay, I've heard of Toronto. And yeah. I'm like, oh, I guess that second T really makes a difference. It does. It's I was, like, I don't know who this person is at all. Once yeah. I was told I had an accent, I was surprised. Yes, I've when been I, told me. When I went well. to do uh, training in California, um, I was I was told that I had an accent. I never thought I would have an accent. It all comes um, back to California. It, yeah. yeah. Always California. You know, California is its own little bubble. Judging us. Yeah. They also said that I pronounce words really like really nice i'm like man i can't even speak <laughs> uh, but yeah like, they, they were shocked that i could they see. enunciate really well yeah, enunciation was like uh, i was like top 10 in, in their uh, category in but top 10 what? ever yeah. in the history of what the company class was this? <laughs> and I, I said the word jewelry and, and they're like hold on they say that like, again yeah they said that they were like you can you say that again i'm like jewelry jewelry how do you how else would you say it jewelry Ju- Ju- jewelry? jewelry but the way i pronounced it and the way i like enunciated it sound like yeah, i would say jewelry perf- yeah i'm like man damn i'm what like kinda... i don't have an accent i just yeah. speak well, like i don't i don't talk like this <laughs> i don't Not, know what accent that was yeah, i don't know what accent was, was it, that sounded like you, you guys... were doing like patrick stewart meets like a know. muffin in his mouth i, I don't just, know yeah. every time someone asks me to do an accent i get nervous and some weird shit comes <laughs> yeah, yeah but yeah, well, wh- who's asking you to do an accent yeah what though? is this happening <laughs> you forced me to all do right, accents uh, all accent. the time <laughs> well, i do yeah <laughs> some, some guy well, just you walking, guys. Some, walk some guy walking behind anthony with a gun accent check <laughs> accent time <laughs> i always think of homer simpson like yeah. how do you do <laughs> my name is mr birds um yeah do you guys say any other words differently like like, I know that people say that we say about differently, but I think I say about normally. I think we say about, again, about. About. That's, that's about. about. But about. people are like, oh, don't you say a boot? And I'm like, no, who the fuck says a boot? No, but I do, I think, catch myself saying sorry. 
sorry. I say sorry yeah. a lot. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, sorry. I do say sorry. Sorry. Yeah. Like, oh, sorry about that. Mm, yeah. No? But like just the, yeah. you're saying it. Instead of saying sorry. 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 Who says sorry? Americans. Everyone else. <laughs> I think everybody sorry. else. I say sorry. I say like sorry. The game. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> that didn't really that didn't prove your point. Yeah, that didn't prove your point. The game's not like <laughs> Dude, the game has like the the phonetic spelling of it. <laughs> sorry. S-O-W. Uh, yeah, sorry. Sorry. Yeah. yeah, sorry. Yeah, sorry. Sorry. Yeah, I think I say sorry. Sorry about that, guys. Yeah. Sorry yeah. about that. I guess I don't know. What I guess can you we, do? I guess we do have accents. Um, but yeah, that's what I think makes our show shows so special. You know, it's like we're the movie podcast, but also you get a we're 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 foreign. We're foreign. <laughs> we're a little exotic. You know, we're a little exotic to their <laughs> to the voices. Say a, a lot because I say a, a lot. A, yeah. no, but I don't. But I say a lot, but I don't say it like, oh, what about like <laughs> you don't the, say it in. You want to get the, that them horns, eh, bud? Like, no, I, don't yeah. I, don't, like that. I don't say it like uh, like with such uh, vigor do it. Like, you know? I don't, like it's not like that's. I'm oh, going like, oh, for you that like word. that, eh? Yeah, oh, yeah, oh yeah, eh? yeah, yeah, like that. Yeah. Like I say, yeah, eh? Like, yeah, but I, don't, like I don't like, like, that. like a yeah. Toronto yeah. man. Toronto man, like a yeah. six man's. Yeah, because yeah, usually when Shay says something, I'll yeah, say, you do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm like, Anthony, have a nice day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah do your accent, Anthony. I don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> That's it's to me. getting ra- more and more yeah. racist it's every like, time you say like, it. It's like, yeah, it's like right at me, too. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I feel it. What can you do? Well, what can you do other than listen to a new episode of the movie podcast every single Monday and watch out throughout the week for our review episodes on all the latest movies and series make sure to follow us at the movie podcast on instagram on twitter tiktok there's also letterboxd and don't forget you can leave us a review on apple Podcasts and on spotify we also have a discord that you can kind of join and we're having some great conversations on there about movies we're watching things that are kind of happening in the world people like asking us questions on there about what we do so please join us there and also we will be getting to our mailbag pretty soon but we do have a write-in at hello at the movie podcast.ca. Also, if you're familiar with a certain website called youtube.com, we have a channel there. It's the movie podcast, and it's Anthony's pride and joy. Anthony, do you want to give us uh, a little bit about what's going on on YouTube? Yeah, so um, whatever we talk about in our podcast will be on YouTube. <laughs> and I, and wish you might, could, so I wish you could get over to you now. <laughs> like, <laughs> I can get you, you guys kind of like always go to me for this and yeah. i feel like i see the same thing but yeah pretty much like my i goal, make the videos okay <laughs> my, <laughs> my, my goal is to um eventually take what we're doing here making an actual video where people and we're just the logistics of it doesn't make sense at the mm-hmm. point right now like it, it just it's we don't have the setup for it but eventually we will but yeah. a lot of the stuff when we do virtual recordings we can do a video and i'm going to start posting more of that up for instance dr strange uh when we do our interview um regarding yeah dr strange yeah um <laughs> you know it'll be there'll be video related to it like our polar bear interviews and stuff like that so yeah yeah the, the, dango's looking at me like don't say no we can't no this, here's the thing we're, we're going to say it in an announcement so yeah oh yes it'll yeah. be yes. happening soon yeah the words that- i just said dr strange interview we could yeah. be interviewing a cat who who's, in, who's on the set of dr strange you're right meow <laughs> Oh, oh yeah? What else oh, yeah. Do you know the polar bear from Polar Bear? <laughs> oh no 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 no. <laughs> oh, that's where he speaks English. Uh, that's where he oh no 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 no. Yeah, like, it's say. fun. We uh, it's again another revenue uh, avenue. <laughs> revenue. We wanted to soon. Yeah, revenue, revenue would be great. Um, it's just another avenue to connect with people around the world and then have them connect to our podcast and yeah. just create this ecosystem. I, th- I think with when it comes to YouTube. We want to be on as many platforms as possible yeah. to access our show, right? So we have people who listen to us on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify, 
wherever you find our show um even through just socials there's people who just engage with us strictly uh, through socials and only see you know the clips and everything that we upload there and that's great wherever you you engage with us we're so thankful for and i think youtube's just another avenue to get it for getting our 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 show and our and our episodes out there yeah and there's not a lot of people who do the review calibers that we do usually it's like oh I'm reviewing Marvel shows or I'm reviewing DC right. and movie series. Yeah. But we're but the like, movie podcast. We do everything. We do Marvel. We do TV. We do those obscure, like the duel. We, we will have everything while others would just kind of like, yeah, it's a bit a more tailored. Area. Right. And that's the beauty where we, we don't see a lot of, and I think we can yeah. grow those numbers. Yeah. Exponentially. We like to be diverse. We, you know? we, we like, I just want to throw this out there as wild idea. We like movies. Hold on, I what? Think, I think that's kind of where it all stems from, right? It's like, bold for you to Like, no matter that. what kind of genre the film is, we're going to go watch it. <coughs> yeah. So, yeah, we like yeah. movies. Thank you. Thank you for that. And again, you can check out our show notes below for all those links and more. Uh, we do have our mailbag. Anthony, do you want to queue up my sound for me? Do, do I do this? Don't you queue up the sound a little bit? Like, don't you do like, like, like a little... Like, press like, like, yeah. Mailbag! And then you go... <laughs> I, I, I've never done this before. Oh, okay, I thought it was just like, uh, it's dang who does. Wait, why did you twist someone's head? That's the sounds we make. Yo, right? Here's your mail. Oh, there you go. The There's that accent. Here's your again. mail, boys. <laughs> we got some mail here today from Ruben. Ruben writes, "Hey guys, longtime listener, first time writing in with Patrick Stewart set to reprise his role as Professor X in Multiverse of Madness. I have a question for you three: Who is on your Mount Rushmore of comic book movie performances? Where's Mount Rushmore? Is it in the United States? It could." I'm just kidding. Uh, uh, don't, pr- don't pronounce the second H in that. <laughs> Mount Rushmore? Is that how we pronounce this, Canadians? Uh, Patrick Stewart as Professor Xavier is an all-timer for me, alongside Hugh Jackman as Wolverine, Robert Downey Jr. as Iron Man, and Tobey Maguire as Spider-Man. Wow, he really didn't let us have it. We have no, no <laughs> have chance no now. Left, yeah. uh, thanks so much, and can't wait to hear your Doctor Strange review this week. Ruben, how many people are on Mount Rushmore? Is it four people or five people? It's, it's four people. Four presidents. Yeah. Four presidents i'll take your word for it I'll, oh maybe yeah. it's five i but i would suspect if you're american four. write in you could google it but i think it's fed no i, I think it's in. four i think the, four. the thing is who is on that mountain oh, george washington george washington is one of them abraham lincoln, abraham lincoln. ben franklin ben he franklin? wasn't a president but he wasn't a president no, no. I, I would say jefferson jefferson's on there i think yeah yeah and wait but a, what is this question the trivia of who's on mount rushmore no but now we got into this <laughs> now, whole, now, now i gotta know all right yeah. i'm gonna i'm gonna look it up for you guys um and then kick us off with uh who's on your mount rushmore so if, comic if book it's movie performances. if it's four um i gotta say he, are, are you saying heroes and villains included uh sure whatever you want like to do. any any comic book any comic book performance C- comic book for performance so yes, Hugh Jackman as Wolverine is one of them, because you know it's just he was fantastic yes. in all his films, uh, except the the Wolverine. X Men Origins, Origins Wolverine. X Men because yeah. the Wolverine was good. yeah the Wolverine was good. Sorry, X Men Origins that yeah. was uh, up in the air. Um, number two, uh, it's so hard. I know it's hard. It's because you know I don't want to mention Toby or in, like the ones that was Ruben mentioned. I think I think Robert Downey Jr. is like it's like he made Iron Man and he is the MCU is successful because Robert Downey Jr. was Iron Man. Yes. Like that is why the MCU succeeded okay. so well. So yes. That, that, that's we'll for get, me personally. Well, yes. To, uh, Tony Stark, fantastic. Yeah. Uh, Robert Downey Jr. is number two. Um, I want to go with someone obscure. So, and that's the thing where right? I'm like, okay, do we look at someone like Heath Ledger who 
is the Joker who defined pop culture for so many years and made the Joker, I think, brought the Joker into a new, you know, millennium type of thing. Mm-hmm. And also, but it's only one performance, but it was so damn good. And I think it transcends mm-hmm. what it's that is the that is the comparison I think everyone always says like when it comes to like a, a performance in a in a superhero film is like but is it heath ledger as joker like people always yeah will com- be the, he'll be like the the litmus test but it's only one movie though i'm gonna i'm gonna put josh brolin josh brolin as as cable as they know just because yeah his performance and his like the way he attacked that role even though he's all cg like just the mannerism the characteristics the the tone of the character and the lines that he gives are so good. And I think it was the other day I was messaging. We were talking about it. Yeah, man. Like he's just fantastic. Especially for a character who we only like, we saw glimpses of him in post credit scenes. He had that little minute. He had a bit of a, uh, a couple scenes in guardians of the galaxy, but that was really before that he became like what he was in infinity war and Endgame, who was probably one of the best villains we've seen in the MCU. And I'll probably, I won't give Heath Ledger because he's only been in one movie and I would probably give it to Christian Bale. Yeah? Yeah, because his performances as Batman, and that might change one day. It might be Robert Pattinson. But right now, Christian Bale as the Batman in all three films was great. Like, great. I see that for sure. Uh, Other than, you know, the the screaming voice. But just the... the, Rachel! The presence, like the persona of Bruce Wayne was... Yeah, he was great. Captured fantastically. How about you, Shay? Who who are some of uh, your choices that you throw in your Mount Rushmore? Yeah, you know, we've got obviously, like you mentioned, we have uh, Heath Ledger. I think that's phenomenal. Um, Looking into it, I... uh, Hugh Jackman as from Logan, I think was was really like you know the epitome of of that role. Like that yeah. was probably the best I think that he's ever done. Um, yeah, I'll get, Robert, Robert Downey Jr. is really good too. I don't know. This, I think one of the ones that always kind of stood out to me was Michael Fassbender from uh, as Magneto. Yeah, from mm-hmm. First Class. Even like James McAvoy as Charles Xavier was really damn good too i'll put them both on on there one at one end one on one on the other yeah yeah Yeah, and then in the middle maybe i'll put throw in uh um heat ledger i'm trying to think who else really likes that to me there's there's a lot maybe jessica alba from fantastic four it's a great choice yeah just kidding um yeah i don't know that's that's what's going to my mind right now um I really like a lot of characters from all these movies and they've all done such fantastic jobs so you're saying like Ben Affleck that's Batman or Gal, Gal Gadot as Wonder Woman? Gal Gadot is not anywhere near a mountain, to be honest with you. She needs to first become a better actress. Yeah, she's standing on top of the mountain and like the, the, the music. Gal, no! The, the music. <laughs> Do you remember the the score in um, Zack Snyder's Justice League that anytime she'd come on screen, it's like, oh! Like, oh my God. Yeah, we don't. I don't want that. Yeah. I mean, like, hey, look, I, I love Ben Affleck. I absolutely love Ben Affleck. Yeah. And I think his Batman I'd put him up there as Daredevil. I like Daredevil. Daredevil was a good movie, man. Yeah, There's nothing wrong with Daredevil. Watched it? When was that last time you watched it, you sick, sick bastard? I think if, if it was 4K, I would watch it. I don't think there's I mean, a 4K. I'll be honest, seeing more pixels of that movie <laughs> See, won't make it, it better. There's some good sequences in that movie. There are some cool there's sequences some cool in that movie. Like the, yeah. the, the church scene where he breaks the glass, or Bullseye breaks the glass, and he takes yeah. the glass and he yeah, and throws it. Like a deck of cards? Yeah. yeah but I, but I feel like Ben Affleck is so goofy in that movie. Like he he just Is it because he's blind? No, just because he's Ben Affleck in 2003. Being goofy, being goofy, being goofy. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, I mean, I, again, I love him as as Batman. I think he's I think he's wicked. Um, but I don't know if I'd put him up there yet because I feel like he didn't get his full moment to shine. No. So. Yeah, and he didn't get a solo movie. <laughs> oh, no, no, don't tell, don't tell people that because they no. think he did. Make the Batfleck movie. Yeah. Hashtag. What, what about you? Um, I think Patrick Stewart would be up there for me. Uh, Robert Downey Jr. as well. I think Robert Downey Jr. for sure has a spot. Um, I'm trying to think. Like I was breaking this down and like in my head of like, like okay, am I going to do heroes? Am I going to do villains? I think Willem Dafoe as Green Goblin is... Oh, Molina as Doc Ock. They're phenomenal. Like, yeah. if I could put both Green Goblin and Alfred Mil- uh, <laughs> Sorry, Willem Dafoe. <laughs> so, wait. Green Goblin and then also just Alfred yeah. Molina? <laughs> if I could put Willem Dafoe and Alfred Molina up there, I think I would as as just villains. That That is, like, what you want to look at when you're making a villain for, for a movie. I'll put Robert Downey Jr. up there as well, too. What about uh, Halle Berry as Catwoman? Uh, no, I'll put Halle Berry as Storm. You know what happens to a toe when it's sucked by lightning? Same thing as everything else. Good. Good. Um, yeah, I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think who else could we throw up there. I think Chris Evans as Captain America is just so damn good too. Mm. I think he's so good as Cap. Like he's, yeah. or we could put him up there as the Human Torch. Whatever you guys want to do, but Cap is fine with me. Cap's yeah. Cap's good. Cap, Cap's we're good with Cap. Yeah. yeah, there's yeah. a lot. Can we put more people on Mount Rushmore? <laughs> I don't know. Do Americans allow that? No, because there's only one space for the four. Uh, it was Roosevelt. Yeah, it was Roosevelt, I, I was eh? looking at George George Washington, yeah. Thomas Jefferson, Theodore Roosevelt, and Abraham Lincoln. Oh, so no Ben Franklin, no Benny Franklin. No, oh, he wasn't a president. He was not. He a wasn't president. a president. No, yeah. he just he just uh, he wanted to he be. And I flew think. a kite once. He flew a kite once and discovered the bifocals. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, he uh, he was trying to be president. I think he didn't he make trying. it. Yeah, they're like, hey, listen, you man. Go get some glasses, okay? Yeah. I got this key on this kite, though. <laughs> <laughs> That's not a ballot. You can't vote that way. So we can't. We don't want you to be on this. You ever uh, wish you could go back in time and just meet these people and go like? They wouldn't like me that much. Like, what, no. what the fuck? Probably wouldn't like do? us either. Like, oh, you you're Portuguese, Portuguese, Italian. Yeah, but they'd, they'd be oh, oh, more okay with yeah, you. Yeah, and then they'd, they'd see you and be like. Dude, Dude, but like, we would have technology. Kill him. We get, would have technology. <laughs> we would have technology behind us. They wouldn't. They couldn't kill us. Dude, we just we just pull out our iPhones. Yeah, and they, they'll just dude, be like they would probably melt. They would. Yeah, they would definitely they would melt, melt for sure. Dude, technology. He's still holding a key with a kite, and we're all like <laughs> on Instagram. We have service for some reason. <laughs> yeah, It'd take a really long char- time to charge your phone back then. Eh? Oh my god, we have to use like what a, a key, key on a kite, a key to, get a kite <laughs> to charge our phones. <laughs> Uh, all right. Well, Daniel, how about you hit us with some? Well, first of all, thank you, Ruben, for that. Thank you, Ruben, for, for that, that very uh, amazing question. We're going to assume you live in the United States because, you know, Canadians don't think of Mount Rushmore that often. Do we have an equivalent of Mount Rushmore here? Um, Banff? <laughs> they say, they say you could see the reflection of our prime ministers in, the, in Niagara Falls. In the mist. Don't we have like a giant penny somewhere? Yeah. yeah it's not that far from us. Yeah, we have a There's giant a giant penny. apple in uh, Kingston, is yeah. it? Kingston, yeah. Kingston. On the road to Kingston, I think. Yeah, on, on the, the road. road again. Yeah, we don't put prime ministers on mountains. Like, No, we we don't really. Yeah. We hardly we're put also, them on money. <laughs> we, we're also not in the mindset of a. We never had like a revolution in our in our no in our country you know no, we're like, pretty quiet canada's pretty well, we're chill. still under british monarchy right yes well, we are. well, well not, that was the whole then, thing about but not anymore but like we're still we still we still praise the queen praise yeah the she's queen, still right? on our money right she's still on our money so yeah. she we can't go to war without her she's like really i think that, she's gonna outlive us she's gonna she's gonna lead the charge eh well no when you have to ask permission right? happens you have to ask permission i think that's how it works what to do what to, to go, go to war, to war. He's um, like, mum, mum, can we go to war? Wait, 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 why are we British? 
because that's what you what, oh you wait, mimic their accent when you fly to england yeah you don't get an accent you do right away okay when you hop off the plane just making sure it's like it's like severance you all of a sudden start speaking in a british accent shay you asked me about some announcements i didn't well, let next, me tell next next, next news. Let's the news. <laughs> no, no, Daniel, please hit us with some announcements. We have some cool announcements. There's some really cool stuff happening this week on the We Podcast feed. First of all, on Tuesday at 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, you'll be able to hear our spoiler-free thoughts on Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. Now, that is a big review. That's probably one of the biggest films of the year, and we are so excited. We're going to be watching it uh, tomorrow or th- today, the day you're listening to this episode. But tonight, that's tonight. Tonight. But that's not Unless all. they're listening to it tonight. Unless they're listening to it maybe like weeks from now. What if they're listening to the same time we're in the theater? I, we, this, are these all the different uh, like, m- m- like possibilities <laughs> that Doctor Strange went to? Yes. To see? That's not all, though. On Wednesday of this week, Wednesday, May 4th. Also, isn't that exactly 10 years after the Avengers movie came out? Is it not? doesn't matter doesn't, it doesn't matter. matter it doesn't matter may the fourth be with you may the fourth be with you this wednesday you'll be able to hear a very special episode of the movie podcast where joining us on the show is no other than sam raimi himself and samuel raimi and michael waldron who's a writer of dr strange the multiverse of madness sam raimi's going to be on the movie podcast wow that's pretty that's pretty big for us and when we started the show we said wouldn't it be great we, if we had we sam would, raimi on the quit, show we would quit the show once sam raimi comes on yeah I didn't also that. next announcement <laughs> the movie podcast is ending this yes, week <laughs> May 5th next announcement um, yeah I mean what what more can we say about this other than this is something that we are just so grateful to, first of all to have the opportunity to do but also um, for us as fans of Sam Raimi of all of his films it's it's very surreal yeah. and it's, we're just I think we're still a little processing it still yeah it's pretty it's pretty That's amazing pretty cool. what was yeah. your first Sam Raimi film was my first Sam Raimi film? Yeah. I feel like Spider-Man was my my gateway into him. Um, then we have like the Evil Dead films. Uh, Drag Me to Hell is another one that I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I remember watching it and I'm, I, I was like, I watch it because for a lot of films, like you have certain directors that are kind of your gateways into other films, right? We were just talking about this, I think, last week where we're like, yeah, you know, someone may watch the Batman, then maybe go watch seven or something like that. Right. right? right. Um, drag me to hell was one. Um, either the gift, which yeah. was right before, uh, Spider-Man. right before Spider-Man was another one. He had, a, what was the Western one he did too with Leo? I'm blanking on the name of it right now, but it was uh-huh. a nineties film. Oh, um, I'm going to pull Quick it up. Quick in the Dead? The Quick in the... No, I don't think so. The Quick in the Dead? Mm. Is it Quick in the Dead? There is a movie called Quick in the Dead. With, uh, Gene Hackman and Sharon Stone. Yeah, I think that's the one. Sharon Stone plays the cowboy? Yeah, and Leo DiCaprio plays the kid. Yeah, that's the one. Is Quick Sam in Raimi? the Dead. Quick in the Dead. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah. Sam Raimi. I mean, what more can you say? He's an iconic director. He's directed some of the uh, some of the most beloved films of all time. And of course, he directed the, the, the original Spider-Man trilogy. Now he's back. Uh, working with Marvel on Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. Anthony, how do you feel about Sam Raimi joining us on the show? Uh, it's amazing. Like, this is, uh, like, you know, our caliber of people who we interview has gone up and up and up and up. And this is just, it's not my dream. I'm not going to lie. It's not a dream that I even thought of. Like, my my biggest interview was Key, uh, which was a couple of months ago. But, like, you can see that people want to be on our show. And we are interviewing people that are just... So you would have thought would have been out of our reach, and now we have them here. Yeah, um, Sam Raimi being on our show is just 
unreal to me. And yeah, I can't wait to, you know, see him. And have him say, welcome, like, just have them. <laughs> Hello, have the movie them, podcast. Know of the movie podcast, yeah. you know? Like, that's just... That, that's that's what's always so strange yeah. about it, right? It's like, for for no matter brief amount of time that they're on, it's like, for for those few minutes that you're talking to them, they know who you are. And I think that's what's really cool. And we're always, we always say how thankful we are and how much we love being able to talk to the yeah. humans who make the things that we love. So it's it's pretty amazing. Shay, how are you feeling about it? it it's surreal. I um I remember we, we discussed this a long time ago, like, hey, wouldn't it be so cool if like there's there's a list of people that we have. Yeah, that, we do have a that list. That we keep saying, wouldn't it be cool if we had this person, this person? And so far we've made we've been going through this list. Yeah. We haven't had an issue. We haven't had an issue. And I think that's what's, you know, such a humbling experience. And it's so overwhelming to see that these people want to be on our show and that they are really excited to be on it too. And it's just wicked. It's a great, I'm, I'm so, I'm so excited. I'm so honored. And I want to say shout out to Michael Waldron as well too, who along with writing Rick and Morty yeah. and writing Loki. And we got to talk to Kate Heron last year uh, about Loki as well too. He wrote heels, which was one of my favorite shows of last year. So yeah. it's just, he, he's, an, uh, he's a fantastic writer. And then he's also going to be working again with Kevin Feige on yeah. his, the upcoming star Wars film. So, it's it's pretty amazing, and he, he also was a uh, he like was in the writers room for uh, Community as well. Oh that's wow, that's awesome! Fantastic show, I absolutely love that show, and I mean that show already has so many connections to the MCU with right. the Russo brothers. So yeah, it's it's a it's a good place. Yeah, so we're we're really excited to be able to share this interview with you. So make sure you check it out this Wednesday, May fourth. Mm-hmm. You'll be able to see Sam Raimi and Michael Waldron on the movie podcast. Yeah, pretty amazing. Uh, some other quick news again. There's lots of amazing reviews and episodes that you could catch up on on the movie podcast feed right now. Uh, uh, some great reviews like The Offer, Duel, and so many more. If you want to go back a couple episodes as well, too, and hear what's going on with Netflix, hear what's going on with the Discovery overhaul with the DC films and Warner Brothers, go check that all out. Also, we have merch that you could uh, you could uh, rock right now, and we want to say thanks to our friends at Bonfire for working with us on that. And if you want to help us keep the lights and the mics on, you can do that as well, too. Thank you so much. That's all I got. Thank you so much. Let's jump into the news. Sam Raimi. <laughs> Wait, we're not adding that to the we're not adding adding that one in. Okay. No, no. Uh, but we we had a we had a busy week and we talked about this last week as well. This week is was CinemaCon or last week was CinemaCon, sorry. So a lot of stuff came out. A lot of stuff came out from those halls in Las Vegas, Cal- Nevada. I almost said California, but California Las- nope. is Caesar's Palace. Caesar's Caesar's Palace. So Sony Dropped a lot of stuff on us. They dropped some trailers, some information. Uh, they, they showed off, I think, like 15 to 20 minutes of Bullet Train, and a lot of the reactions from that were really positive. Yeah. So that's a good sign. Um, we saw, I think, a scenes in a trailer from Where the Crawdads Sing, which is based on a novel. Uh, 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 the Woman King, which is supposedly... Um, who, who's Viola Davis? Viola Davis, that's it. Um, and, you know, I'm hearing a lot of buzz that this might be an Oscar contending kind of film for her. I think anything Viola Davis does at this point now is just easy Oscar nom. Except for uh, Michelle Obama. Well, like, Widows. Well, that's a show, luckily. Yeah. <laughs> Widows, she didn't get an Oscar. She nom. didn't, but since then, I think she's been, uh, she's been in the I heard Widows. Uh, sorry, not Widows, sorry. Um, what, what's the, the movie where. First Lady? First oh, Lady. Yeah, the show. The show. Yeah. It, what's with it? Like, what, why are people shitting on it? I, I think people are just like aren't a fan of like we haven't seen it of her performance as Michelle Obama. Really? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, they announced Bad Bunny, the you know singer, will be playing El Muerte at some point in a in a Sony Spider Man universe. I think that's twenty twenty four. And uh, ever everyone knows this character, you know, from the two comic book issues that he was El in. El Muerte. 
Where the fuck did this come from? Uh, you know, for every great decision Sony makes with, you know, partnering with Marvel Studios and Spider-Verse and beyond the Spider-Verse, they'll have something like this. This is the next, this is the next Morbius. Yeah. This is the next, like, here's this random ass movie we're going to make. Do you think this is actually going to be made? I don't know anymore because now they, they seem so committed to doing these things. Like, like after Morbius came out, you'd think they'd reevaluate and be like, okay, yeah, they didn't do so well. Maybe we should stop. They made so much money off of No Way Home, they don't care. Yeah. Well, like, in, if you were looking at it as a business venture, you know, you have a huge um, community of Latin Americans in the United States. Yeah. Bad Bunny is huge. Yeah. Bad Bunny does wrestle. Like, he's been in WWE matches. Yeah. So, it's just, it, you're just, you know, let's make this happen. Let's see if it goes through. And you never know. Like, it might happen. I'm all here for it. I mean, I'm, I'm definitely confused, but you know what? Why be a hater when I can just accept it and yeah. just see what happens? Be a lover, not a fighter. Be a lover, Unless not you're a Elmer Tokes. It takes, it takes a, more to hate yeah. than to uh, just let it go. That took a while for you to say, but uh, it's <laughs> a lot for you to say that as well. <laughs> Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse has now uh, been given the part two name as well. So the part two name will now be Beyond the Spider-Verse. Thank God, because I, I hate I hate the part one, part, part, one, part two titles. Do a subtitle already. Yes, because yeah. like, don't do not do that. It's a bit much. Yeah, but they also showed out about 15 minutes of like uncomplete footage as well. Too, From the beginning of the film, yeah. It looks amazing. Yeah. So, so that, that's that's hype. Uh, we have more sequels to Venom. No one's surprised there. Those movies have been doing phenomenally in terms of box office. Uh, we also got some information on Equalizer Trace or 3. Yeah, next year. Next Coming year. Out. Daisy Ridley. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and also, we have announcements and more news about Ghostbusters. We'll be getting more sequels down the road as well. So cool. We'll yeah, see. We're all here for that. I'll believe it when I see it. I'll believe it when I see it. Yeah. Exactly. Disney uh, had a bit of a lighter year and i say that uh as a pun as well because light year and lighter uh light year was shown off uh they showed off about 20 or 30 minutes of footage from that movie as well i'm assuming it's the same thing they showed off to the press x amount of weeks or days ago yeah so there was a there was a press light year events in the states a couple like about yeah. a week and a half ago yeah so i believe it was the same i footage. think it's the same footage uh, disney Kept it really straightforward. They just did a lot of previous footage from everything. Um, they showed off the Multiverse of Madness footage that we had a chance to see as well that we'll, we'll be getting into. Yeah. So, I mean, we can't say what happened in no. the footage. We did tweet our social reactions out to it. Yeah. We saw the first, well, I want to say, 20 minutes of the film. I'd say 20 minutes, yeah. Um, it looks great. It looks very, uh, has a lot of Sam Raimi aesthetic to it. Yeah. Um, and it's just it looks a lot of fun it looks good that's i think that's the best way we can say it. yeah it looks good it looks good i just hey. when it ended i'm like i just want to see the rest of this you know you watch a movie you go into it and a lot, a lot of times it, you have it leads into like the build-up and getting you hooked on within 15 minutes you're hooked into this film yeah you are totally invested and i think that's where the audience would be really like engaged with this movie is like within 15 minutes you're yeah you're on the on this adventure the, yeah. the pacing in this movie was phenomenal like it was going so fast but so well that i was like Oh my god! And when it ended, it was like the biggest gut punch. I was like, "Why? Why end when yeah. you can keep going?" You, you just show us the rest of it. Show us the rest of it. Um, yeah, so we get they they showed off light your footage, like I mentioned. They also showed off some uh, sizzle reels, including like Wakanda Forever. I think there's some Thor Love and Thunder stuff in there as well. Um, they talked about the new David Russell film Amsterdam, I believe it's titled. Yep. Yep. Uh, they showed more stuff about the Bob's Burger movie, but also they showed off the trailer for the elusive. 
Avatar, and it's got its subtitle as well, The Way of Water. This is a sequel to Avatar, over 10 years in the making. Yeah, it's like 15 years almost, it feels almost, like. Almost, right? Yeah. Well, it comes out this year, so yeah, 13, thir- years. 13 years, yeah. 13 years later. So that's nuts. So we haven't seen any footage yet, but we will be seeing the footage um, before our press screening for Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. Yeah, and they were given out like uh, 3D glasses and everything too. Yeah. So di- and they and they said, uh, well, was it John Landau? The, the producer the producer who said like there there's going to be like so many different formats to watch yes. this movie in the high the high frame rate high frame option rate. and 3d i think there's going to be an option where they just beam it into your brain i think so there's they have a, an actual uh, navi actually come to your house and they're you're just going to entangle your your, yeah, your tail into it will, they will have <gasps> sex with you they yes. will that's how that's how they transmit what? information that's how they have sex wait who's having sex the navi with me yeah Oh. You better grow your hair out, boy. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yes, so we're we're gonna be seeing that footage, and also you will be seeing that footage as well if you go watch <laughs> Doctor Strange: The Multiverse of Madness in theaters. I'm not confident though if it's exclusive to 3D screenings because Doctor Strange: The Multiverse of Madness is also one of the few films in the past probably like four years it's come out that's in 3d yeah the last one i think we saw was the lion, lion king, king. Yeah, yeah so that was 2019 yeah. i thought that was the whole incentive because they were going to show this trailer. yeah so like, that's yeah. that's clearly the reason i why. feel like yeah that it would only show in 3d uh i don't i think it'll show in imax i think in any format you see this or, uh, here's the, i think they're going to show this trailer in all aspect ratio in all in all formats I, I think they will but they they have there have been times before where they've limited special, oh yeah just to know, IMAX right or, or, like, just, or the, just to like oh this is only be for this yeah. so, but I, I don't think they will because this this trailer is only exclusive in theaters for a week a week yeah it'll, it'll, be, goes it'll, be, it'll be online next week yeah. so you can catch it maybe next week is when it'll be available then I guess maybe all platforms maybe this week they'll just do 3D maybe that's also a possibility we'll see as well. we're also seeing Doctor Strange this week in IMAX that's not 3D so yeah. I'm curious if we'll see it then so too. That's, that's what I'm curious about yeah. as well um and then we had paramount paramount uh, this is the one that like got me the most hyped i think and, and they, they showed the least too they showed the funny. least but they showed the best because they showed off the sizzle reel or like a bit of a teaser trailer for the next mission impossible film which has been oh titled dead reckoning what a what a name that's a fucking badass name like that's a tattoo what'd you think of that name anthony yeah it's a cool name yeah I wouldn't tattoo it on me. Like, Why not? I'm not, I'm not, on your neck? I'm not you. On your neck, right here. On, on your neck. I feel like you would tattoo it on your on your cheekbone. I would tattoo yeah. it on my forehead. Just to I would go, tattoo my eyelids. So one would say so dead, I, uh, the other yeah. one say reckoning? Yeah. And you it close just, it? It would be yeah. really but small you, reckoning, you know? Yeah. Well, who would see <laughs> it, though? A lot of letters. Who would see it? Yeah. My enemies. I would say tattoo it <laughs> underneath your eye, Shay. So when people look at you, you're like, oh, shit, he's my dead he's reckoning. He's dead reckoning. Shay put it on his eyelids he's like yeah even when I sleep people know I'm dangerous it's true but that's why the boogeyman can't get me it's true All right, but Uh, yeah I mean what more can we say about this movie other than we want to watch it now we were supposed to watch this movie last year we were supposed to watch this movie last year this is the most like feverish I've been for a film like like, Dead Reckoning is, is I can't wait for it but also they showed off all of Top Gun Maverick and boy, oh boy, were the reactions to the roof. I, I, I haven't seen a single negative reaction nope. about Top Gun Maverick. I can't wait. Joseph Kaczynski has, has absolutely killed it from what I'm hearing. Tom Cruise is phenomenal in it. And you know what? Th- we can't wait to see it. We're going to be seeing it hopefully pretty soon. This is exciting stuff. It's been two years waiting for this movie. Mm-hmm. Like we were, again, we it were almost supposed feels to, longer. We've been, yeah, we've been waiting so long for this movie. So it's, uh, it's great. It's finally and, happening. And Lady Gaga's doing the song. The yeah, song. so that's coming out this week yeah, too. Yeah. Hopefully it's dope. So yeah. I mean, the, like, take my breath away. 
is a was, banger. And also Highway to the Danger Zone. The Highway to the Danger Zone. Like, like, that's an Oscar-winning song right there. So yeah. you, you know the caliber they're, they're trying to get for this type of movie too, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. Pretty, pretty stoked for that. Uh, they also dated the Dungeons and Dragons film, and also they gave a subtitle to the Quiet Place prequel titled "A Quiet Place Day One." Not a fan of that. Not a day, I don't uh, like not, that. Not title. a fan of the subtitle or just the the whole. I, I'm I'm fine with doing a spinoff. I think I think if they wanted to do a spinoff of A Quiet Place, I think a series would have been much better. Yeah, uh, especially Plus. you have Paramount Plus. Do a do a, a Quiet Place series. Don't do another movie because mm-hmm. the movie you're going to rely on the same tropes. And again, prove me wrong, but you're going to rely on the same tropes and plot points from the first two films. And we've already seen day one from John Krasinski's perspective, right? Yeah. Um, in the second film. And like this, I feel like this is just going to show too much of the world now where what made a quiet place so special is that it just felt so isolated and you felt so alone in it yeah so i'm curious to see how this is going to be i'm not a fan of the subtitle and then the movie existing itself i think a series would have been a bit more of a place where you could expand a bit more and tell a bit of a better story but mm. we'll see again i'm i'm not I, i'm not rooting against this movie either no, i'm just no, more no. just like what do we need like you, yeah. you guys are paramount i think is just trying too hard to make it into a franchise where i don't even think two needed to exist like like two is like a like a quiet place part two like I could just watch one and be fine. Like I don't, I don't need yeah. to watch two. No, I, I get what you're saying. Um, you know, when we walked out of a quiet place, part one, we were like, "That's it. That's how you end the film. Good. I'm satisfied. I don't have to go back to the world." And you know, I mean, I enjoyed Quiet Place Part Two, and I know Anthony, you also really enjoyed it as well. Yeah, I like, yeah. I like yeah. it a lot too. Yeah, I know you hated it, it. So no, no, I'm, I'm I've, I've, I've seen kidding. it like three or four times since it's yeah. been out, and it's it's a it's a great movie. But I just think it's just too much of the same no, in the no, first movie. Yeah, you know? no, I, I just I'm 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 confused on on the lines of like. Why did we need to build this universe even further? Like, yeah. it, it, and we're getting it, it a did, game, it too. It didn't need to be. Because, it didn't be, need to be. Because a lot of the franchises that we are seeing are repetitive franchises. Uh-huh. Yeah. Like, and I think this is a new opportunity for a new, like a, literally a new franchise with a new story and yeah. something that we haven't seen to actually grow into something rather than seeing another friggin', I don't know, what's... What more there? Sorry? I'm just kidding. I'm no, what's a franchise that just literally coming out with another like transformers yeah like that. transformers yeah no you're right and it's just it's just strange because like yeah yeah but but it's just like this this film just felt like a quiet place has felt so self-contained yeah so i'm like i'm like okay we're we're doing this and then we still have the third film that's coming out yeah. so i would i i feel like i would have rather have the trilogy be complete then go into something else it, it, it gives me vibes of kingsman for example so we had kingsman one kingsman two and then we had this prequel film yeah. that had nothing to do with any of the other characters so this is kind of like the same route that it's going down it didn't work for kingsman i don't know if it's going to work for a quiet place but Let's, we'll see. Let's see what happens. We shall yeah. see. We also had footage shown off from Transformers uh, Beast. What were they calling it? Beasties. No, but what, no that's, what we, that's what we called it. <laughs> that's what we called it. They should have called it that here too. Beast Wars. Yeah. Beast are, they, Wars. are they calling it Beast Wars or are they calling it Legend of the Rise, Beast? Or Rise, of the Rise, Beast? Rise of the Beast, I think. I'll yeah. find out for you. Yeah, I think it's called Rise of the Beast. Um, Anthony Ramos, who um, from in the heights and hamilton fame will be in the film and they should have some cool footage from that i think they had rise of the beast yeah, yeah. rise of the beast thank you daniel um so that footage is shown off also uh, warner brothers kind of came out and we had matt reeves just kind of walk out and say batman 2 and yeah. then kind of like walk off stage see you guys like take care i'm off to work amazing yeah so i mean we, we knew it was coming but it's nice to now officially know it's coming again there's <sighs> no doubts so in our minds but we like we're happy to hear that um first you know, I guess image, picture, image, image, yeah. 
came out from Barbie. Um, it's just Margot Robbie sitting in her convertible, or probably her Malibu Cruiser. Um, so that's pretty exciting. Yeah, and that was a, uh, and it was also announced that it has the same date as Oppenheimer as well too. Yeah, it has the same date as Oppenheimer. Why? Oh, because like they're like Warner Brothers pissed off at Nolan probably. They're like, oh, yeah. we're going to open up a movie on the same day as this movie, and it's got a stat cast as well. Yeah, there's two stat cast movies on one. What day. do you What do you think like a Barbie movie? What road can a Barbary movie go down? You know, like what? What are we trying since, to? Since I don't know, that's what excites me. Since I don't know where it could actually go and what they could do if they could make it meta, or they could go kind of a different route. That's what kind of excites me about it. I don't think Margot Robbie would have signed up for this film if she didn't think there was some type of fucked up thing part of it as well too right in terms of just like there's probably going to be like a dark side to this i don't think so this, this isn't is this isn't like story no there's no this way this is a, a kid's movie this is movie. this is going to be a movie that like you look at 14 greta, a. <coughs> yeah like you NC look at 17 you look at like greta gerwig's like film like filmography and you see like Lady Bird, you see little woman this is going to be something that's going to be a drama this is probably going to be something that is going to be dark twisted and just also really funny probably too simu is also in it which is mm-hmm. really exciting and ryan gosling so i think it has an amazing cast but there's something darker to this film and i'm really excited to see what this is actually going to be do you think it'll go down like the malibu stacy talking about a you know a doll that's you know the, the creator of the doll but you yeah know, like you know what i'm saying like do you think like, like what they reference in the simpsons yes yeah outside of that i mean they could. They definitely could. I, I actually, I think it might be more of like a fun film, but like, we'll see. We'll see. We'll, we'll see what kind of, we'll see what kind of road they go down. I feel like this is going to be like a bit of a genre change for Greta Gorig, but hey, we'll see. We have no idea what this movie's about. Yeah. That first image is just so charming to look at. Yeah, but I also think that's what's that's what's making me unsettled about it. Yeah. Because I that, feel like there's fair. something darker that, that, there. That's also definitely an option that could occur. Yeah. Um, we also had more footage shown from Elvis, uh, the Wonka film starring Timothy Chalamet, friend of the show, I'd say. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they showed off more flash footage and they had, um, Olivia Wilde come out on stage and talk more about Don't Worry Darling. Yeah. She was also served some papers too while she was on stage. Yeah. She was served some papers as well, but yeah, I don't want to get into that. Uh, the flash though, it's, what's interesting is that they hardly showed any flash in the footage though. No. Yeah, they don't want to show any Hawaiian beaters over there. Yeah. You know? So uh but it, the footage ended though with Michael Keaton saying the classic line, You want to get nuts? Let's get nuts. Yeah. So they're definitely going for the nostalgia. They definitely the are. nostalgia nostalgia. But it's pool. interesting because people that, you know, liked Michael Keaton as Batman, I don't know if they like the DCU or like Ezra Miller's Flash. No, I don't think they do. So that's a very interesting like way to kind of kind of get them in. And that's where I think where I'm at with this too, where it's like you have Michael Keaton coming back, which I think excites us. Yeah. But it's also just like, why Michael Keaton? Like again, like it just it just it's such an interesting choice mm. because I don't think the new DCEU acknowledging igno- like fan base, like I don't think they really it's like it's Michael Affleck Keaton, or, or you know, it's Affleck or die. Mm-hmm. So we know Affleck is in this movie. He's probably going to die. Yeah. Um, and then Michael Keaton's going to be like, you know, take over. How know? upset do you think they'll be the Snyder fans? Oh, after, uh, after this, one? this movie's going to upset everybody. I think everyone's upset at this movie <laughs> Dude, right I now. I think at the end of like with this whole Warner Brothers DC, sorry, a discovery merger, whatever we get at the end of the flash might, it's probably not going to even matter, matter anymore. And no. I'm, I'm so like, I'm worried about the whole world and oh. what we're getting into. Not the world, like the DC world. Oh, okay. I was like, okay. Yeah, that's so, <laughs> what, are, what, are they, what are these people possible? That's so beautiful. Like, we have the, bat, the Batman 2 coming out, 
but like what's discovery gonna do with that yeah you know, what are they gonna discovery change? knows that's like the only thing that is people universally love yeah yeah and I think they're just going to double down on that. Yeah. And we've already seen, we're seeing Discovery also start cleaning house a bit. They canceled Batwoman. They canceled uh, Legends, of Legends of Tomorrow. Yeah. Um, they're going to Which start. Which I heard had a following though. They had a big, this is the seventh season. Yeah. It has a really, it's a really popular show still, yeah. right? So it's really interesting to see where we are with them. And I think Discovery's looking like, okay, why are we making shows for the CW, which we partially own, yeah. but we have a platform called HBO Max that we're not making original shows for. Yeah. yeah. You know, like, like, pick and choose like why are we like that's the thing with warner brothers they're so spread thin it's like start doing what every other company is doing make make shows and movies for your own platforms yeah you know? yes, you're right no you're absolutely right it, it's just it's it's about time that they just kind of got some vision yeah and like a path to kind of go down um universal showed off some more jurassic world dominion we got the trailer great trailer what a trailer really was. great really trailer, cool trailer. Yeah. do you like it anthony yeah dinosaurs yeah, that's it. Dinosaurs. Dinosaurs. You made a promise to a dinosaur. Uh, well, that's yeah. a little, little Texan accent. Yeah, because he, because he, he, the way he said dinosaur in the trailer dinosaur? too, he's like, you, you made a promise to a dinosaur. Like he doesn't say, he doesn't say dinosaur. He says like dinosaur, dinosaur. dinosaur. You know. Uh, we also got uh, news that nope, you know, primarily shot with IMAX, I believe it was. Yep. Yep. And it's two and a half hours long. So nope. that's interesting. I've never, seen, you know, Jordan Peele's films usually aren't not that long. Um, so that's that's going to be interesting to see what what story he has to tell if it's that long of a film. Mm-hmm. Um, we also got a, a fight scene with from with um, Laurie and Michael Myers in Halloween Ends. We were not fans of Halloween Kills. No, nope. most of the world nope. I don't think wasn't. I, nope. I think it, it was just it just it was that same thing where I think the same again. I'm going to bring up a Quiet Place Part Two oh. because it has this, it does the same thing where it picks up immediately afterwards mm-hmm. and you're like you're not giving a, enough time to breathe and to tell a, a more interesting story because i feel like the the most interesting part already happened before this yeah. you know and uh this one at least i think takes place a couple years afterwards right yes so at least we'll have some time to to breathe there a little bit yeah yeah I, again we don't not sure why we needed halloween kills to be an hour after like yeah. that was a really long night for everybody uh, evil evil dies tonight they yeah. kept chanting it's also a polarizing film compared to yeah, the first one it's yeah. sillier Completely for some reason different yeah different different from it's all not as aspects. scary yeah uh, scary is cheesy it's cheesy it's sillier it's not serious it, yeah it w- removes everything the first one was you know good it, about it felt almost like at moments it felt like it w- like a parody of it 100 100 percent felt like a parody hopefully they go back to what they did with one and three is fantastic yeah uh, and they, I think, talked about Easter Sunday and Ticket to Paradise. Then we had Lionsgate come out and talk about John Wick Chapter 4. Um, I think they showed up some footage of that, too. So hopefully that's good. Then they talked about Expendables 4 or Expend Forbles, as I believe it's being titled. Daniel, you're an Expendables. You're, you were part of the Expendables. I, I was before. part of the Expendables, yes. Yeah. Uh, Who are you in uh, there? Uh, I was me. I played myself. <laughs> You eyebrow man. I was eyebrow man. Um, <laughs> no, uh, the the first, <laughs> the first Expendables. I think it was. It's a dumb movie, but it, it's so fun. It's still fun. And then the second one actually is a pretty good movie. Um, and then the third one's really bad because they decided to instead of instead of telling a story of the characters that you all came to see, let's tell a story about this new group of people coming in. And it's like, no, 
fuck these people i don't care about them i yeah. care about the original expendables like sh i want to see stallone and willis and schwarzenegger and antonio banderas and all of these guys you know coming together i don't care about who these proteges are yeah and i think the fourth one is going to write that wrong and tell us a better story do you think we'll see more stallone in the fourth one because he is titled and yeah he sylvester gets and sylvester stallone yeah. i don't know i don't know it's it's an interesting choice for sure but i think i feel like that's just probably for like some Scares. type of some <laughs> like, type of contract thing. Maybe you wouldn't lead it with Stallone. <gasps> you would say, "Oh, he's also in it." You know, yeah, because you know he's, he's front gonna, and center. I think on the poster. Yeah, the you know he's going to be in it. Yeah, he's also. I want to say in his six nine hundreds. Yeah, his seventies. Like I think he's seventies now, isn't he? He is in the seventies. Yeah. yeah. There's a point where you you just you can't do you can't the amount anymore. of action yeah. that we expect these people to do, especially at that age. Like if I was Stallone. I'd be more. I would be more. Uh, he's a little more, Jerome, uh, Anthony. You know. You know, creating films that are just a lot less action. Yeah. But I. But I think he doesn't know how to. Yeah. I, I don't think he wants to either. He I think has he potential. Like he created Rocky. Like there was so yeah. many. He was so good in he, Creed as well, and yeah. he didn't fight in that at all. I think it's just he was fighting something though. Yeah. Cancer. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> um, like. I, I and, and also a little bit about Expendables Four as well. It's back to being rated R. Thank God, that's huge. Oh yeah, yes. uh, so PG thirteen. Interesting thing. Do well with the last one too. It leaked online like a week or two before the movie came out, and there was this big conspiracy theory about did they do this so they could have a lawsuit against the studio yeah. and then make their money back that way? I'm like, this is fucking crazy ass shit. I remember that. I like, remember that leaked for yes. those movies to leak like. That doesn't happen. Like, and in HD. And like, it was like a proper leak of the movie. I'm like, how does that happen? Wait, what else leaked? There was another movie that X leaked. X-Men Origins, Wolverine. X yeah, 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 yeah. But that was, that was before that it was, was even done in the effects. Previs, yeah. yeah. It was previs. Right. Yeah. I remember watching that on, uh, I remember watching that on, uh, what are, the, what are those what are those big TVs called again? CRTs? No, no, no. Like the... Um, DLP? Yeah, like the ones that the rear projection Project, ones. Yeah, DLP yeah. projectors. Yeah. yeah. Uh, just watching that like in my cousin's basement and us just like fucking crying of laughter because he's like trying to climb up a building yeah. and like or like the silo at the end and like he's, he's his fists are closed but there's no blades on his hand yeah. and stuff it's just i yeah. yeah, i watched that 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 previous cut as well and there was moments where i was like oh this looks really bad hopefully they fix it in the movie and then you and watch, watch the movie and it, no, <laughs> it's still bad it. they didn't fix it they yeah didn't they didn't fix it. some of that stuff um we got uh you know more information about the borderlands movie um and the hunger games prequel doo, 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 doo. That's pretty good. Thanks. We should have whistled it, but I, I didn't get want it. to You're whistle. On a mic. I get it. I, I get that's it. why I I, I literally thought about audience. it, but I'm like, let me not do it to scare no, people. I, I, I appreciate that. Um, which will be a ballad of the song and the bird, I believe. Uh, a bird in the hand is two in the bush. Is yeah, that what it's called? That's what it's called. No, uh, I I know that the book is based on President Snow. Um, I haven't still seen the last Hunger Games film, Mocking Jay Part Two. I've seen Part One. Did not like part one, but I loved Catching Fire. I thought Catching Fire was wicked. Yeah, I feel like I'm, I want to revisit that franchise eventually, yeah. but yeah, I believe it's on sale on iTunes right now. Oh, that's okay. Yeah, I think yeah. So, I think they're all. On I actually, Netflix I own. Too. I think I own them on iTunes. So. Oh wow, oh, look at you! Okay. Well, because I had them on Blu-ray. Interesting. Yeah. Anyways, but that's pretty much all that we had from CinemaCon. Did you guys want to talk anything about CinemaCon? Like, I just want to say, yeah, uh, oh, when did CinemaCon become this event where last two it, years it become it became like an extravaganza? It was like a Comic Con, D twenty three, everything. Yeah, it was. It's literally designed for theater people, theater owners, and maybe people in the industry to go and oh, 
Sorry, to your point, really quick, I want to shout out Universal because Universal, for every presentation that they did, they brought out someone that was in the theater industry, whether it was, you know, ushers or VPs or just somebody who works in a movie theater. They brought them out with each presentation. I thought that was really cool. So funny about too, Steve Carell came out on stage with the manager of the Winston Park Cineplex, which is a Cineplex theater that we've, uh, that we've, we've we've had a chat with him many a times. Yeah. So it's it's just cool to see that, uh, that they're like, Oh yeah, let's have these people who are making this business possible for us from Oakville to Las Um, Vegas. But yeah, that that's that's my biggest thing. Like, when did this? Everoid Allen, I just want to say, general manager. Yeah, it's strange, event, right? Yeah. It's so it's it's strange. It I hope it's not a one off, or if because we want to go to this. Yeah, next well, year. we were we were supposed to go. We, we were supposed, supposed to go last go. year. Yeah, yeah. Last year, but like, but everyone was backing out because it was a weird COVID time too. And yeah, it was in it was, August. Uh, it, w- it was a variant that was out. Yeah, the variant. Yeah, probably. Yeah, it was. I think wasn't that when uh, Delta variant. Delta. Delta. Variant? Delta Airlines. Yeah. yeah. Um, but also too, I I think it's funny that like. We people look at CinemaCon now, and it's the same thing with Comic Con back in the day. Comic Con wasn't a show for fans and stuff like that, but it's become that. And now CinemaCon people look to like it's like the fucking Super Bowl. Yeah, you know what I mean. And it's just and it's just so funny how we look at these things now, where these are supposed to be like events for insiders and for people in this industry, but now we're turning it into like they turn into like these big events and. I don't. I, I'm curious if it's going to go the route of of Comic Con one day, where it's like, why are we all competing for the same stuff? But the only difference is that all the stuff at CinemaCon, most of it, only stays at CinemaCon. It doesn't like you don't see the footage outside of that, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. With the exception of a couple things. But yeah, no, I like I like the the idea of a, a, a something like this for people in the industry. Yeah, because we again not to bash on fans or anything like that. It's just, it's, it's different. Like Comic Con is a different of a professional feeling. environment. It's also a secure environment, less people likely to leak because it's, it would hurt them in their career. Yeah. And their careers and, and, and the footage that they are creating yeah. right for, and the, and the content they are creating for this. Right. Yeah. No, it, it's really cool. Like it, it like literally went from just theater stuff to now talking more about the movies and and i think every year it's only gonna get bigger because we don't really have any like i remember i used to watch like not watch but i would i would wait for CinemaCon to happen because all the posters would come out at this time and it was always cool to see like what was being worked on like i remember CinemaCon was one of the first places where logan was confirmed to be rated r like it was such a small thing but yeah. there's posters that already come out that said rated r on there and that was like Oh my God! We have confirmation that this movie is going to be weird. Art. So yeah. that's pretty cool. But a lot of a lot of great stuff that comes out of CinemaCon. A lot of great stuff came out this year, and like yeah. I think movies for the first time. Like I think since December, even when Spider Man came out, Spider Man was a moment, and then especially here in Ontario, theaters closed again right in January. So it's like now is the first time, and I think since Batman, where it's really felt like the movies are back, yeah. like things are back to normal. Um, as much as they can be, for better or for worse, but at least movies we know, like when a movie gets a date, hopefully it sticks that date. Yeah, you know, yeah, it's not always the case. No. Next story we have today is director John Watts exits Marvel's Fantastic Four. This is coming from Ryan Parker of the THR. John Watts will no longer be directing the upcoming Fantastic Four film. Watts, who helmed the massively successful Spider-Man Homecoming, Spider-Man Far From Home, and Spider-Man No Way Home for Sony Pictures and Marvel Studios, has withdrawn from the Marvel Cinematic Universe project. Making three Spider-Man films was an incredible and life-changing experience for me. I'm eternally grateful to have been a part of the Marvel Cinematic Universe for seven years. I'm hopeful we'll work together again and I can't wait to see the amazing vision for 
Fantastic Four brought to life. Watts said in a statement to The Hollywood Reporter, Kevin Feige, Marvel Studios president and co-president Louis Despacito, said in a statement, Collaborating with John on the Spider-Man films has been a true pleasure. We were looking forward to continuing our work with him to bring the Fantastic Four into the MCU, but understand and are supportive of his reasons for stepping away. We are optimistic that we will have the opportunity to work together again at some point down the road. Daniel, what are your, what are your thoughts on this? Uh, listen, this was, this was a big blow for sure because I think we all really love what John Watts did. But, you know, he spent the last seven, eight, nine years of his life working on Spider-Man. And he brought Spider-Man to the highest place that Spider-Man has ever gone before. He's brought record box office for the character. He's done crossovers with the MCU. He's given us a trilogy that people genuinely love. And was also um, a new take on Spider-Man. But also now, from the events of No Way Home, is also like... A reset of spider-man an origin story to now go to the spider-man that we know and love from the comics so he's earned his rest you know and i and, and i totally respect him for maybe not wanting to jump back into the machine right away yeah he's working on another film as well too i think with brad pitt for apple tv plus mm-hmm. so yeah go do your thing this was very like from all the times you see directors leave projects this one feels the most like hey this is nothing against marvel i just want to take a break and maybe just relax maybe make something else before i come back to this type of filmmaking right yeah so it feels very amicable which is great which when we talk about the next story doesn't feel as as much that way anymore but um this again i i'm selfishly i wish he would have stayed because i i love to do the spider-man i want to know who's going to now jump and fill that role for fantastic four yeah yeah and do it by yourself yeah this is the second director in the past two weeks to leave um a production justin lynn leaving uh Fast, fast X, fast, fast X. X, and now Justin, uh, sorry, John uh, Watts, John Watts leaving Fantastic Four, and it does suck. But I don't know what the the context of him leaving is. Is it based on the workload? Is it just more personal stuff? We don't know that. But you know, whatever the decision a director makes, I think it's important to get you know their team and the people who are producing a film with him uh, to understand where he's coming from and to just you know, it does suck. I think mental health and just taking time away from a production like this is beneficial for a career. Like we live in, we, I've said it many times, we live in this world where it's like, go, 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 go. And, so, and we end up suffering at the end of it. And if mm. this is that scenario, it's good that he's taking the break. Yeah. He'll come back better. Um, and I don't think that Kevin Feige, even like Disney Marvel, they love what he did with Spider-Man. And he has probably a home at Marvel after yeah. Again, this was his first Marvel Studios, Studios yeah. production. So he had an abundance of resources and money and he could do whatever he wanted without any probably pushback from executives as much as he would probably have gotten from Sony. But um, yeah, we'll see who's uh, the next director of Fantastic Four. Who would I, you want? I don't know. I don't know if I even want the Fantastic Four. I'm not a big Fantastic Four uh, You're fan. like a Fantastic Three kind of guy. Just no, really, that's us. That's us. We're the, the Fantastic. Fantastic <laughs> they were great in the sixties and so like as the original superhero, the original superhero from, family, you know, from that time period in Marvel. But at this point, they're not as 
popular. I would rather have X Men now before I have Fantastic. Four. I, I think we will have X Men before Fantastic Four for sure. And really? I, well, yeah. I mean, yeah, I guess you're right. Well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> this yeah. week. Oh, yeah, this week. But yeah, sorry, <laughs> I, thought, I, thought, I thought we'd get like a rebrand. That's why so. we might, we might, like we, we might. don't, we don't know what's going to happen in multiverse. But I, I totally get what you're saying too, Anthony. Like, I, I, I love the Fantastic Four. I, I grew up reading so many of their comics and their Marvel Adventure comics where they would cross over with Spidey and things like that. I would love to see them done right, but I'm also like, you know, we were coming off of the 2014, was it 2014 or 2015? 2014. 2014 Fan stick, and then we had the Josh two Frank. Tim Story, this is Tim Story, right? Yep. Um, Fantastic Four films that weren't great, they had some elements that were 2015, fun. 2015, sorry. 2015, yeah, that were um, out there and, and weird and just very 2000s movies, but this is the first time that we're, we're going to get a proper like Marvel Studios Fantastic Four. I just hope they get a, a great director for it. You know, Brad Bird is a name that I think we see get thrown around. Brad um, Bird would do great because you know? he has created a family, a family of already, superheroes right? in the Pixar universe. So yeah, that'd be cool for sure. Well, I mean, we'll see. I mean, I don't, I think, um, who, who directed um, Peyton Reed? Ant-Man is another name. Possible, I, I think, you know, he's good with Ant-Man. I think, let's get it. Let's get new blood in there. Yeah, let's what about, what, what do you guys think about David Yates? He's done Fantastic Beasts. So what's different from Fantastic Beasts to Fantastic Four? Anthony, do you want to take over hosting this episode? <laughs> Man, I don't even know how to answer that. Dude. Could you imagine? Like, I would be so upset. They, I know they wouldn't, obviously. But if David Yates was ever announced for something like that, I'd be like, get the fuck out of here. You know, Alejandro Inatu would probably be okay. great. Would you yeah. cast a spell on me there? He um, he just has his new film announced, too. It's going to Netflix. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Yes, which is supposedly it's going with a lot of production troubles right now. So oh, what can we'll you see. Do? Maybe yeah. he'll leave it as well too. Maybe he'll leave it as well. Yeah, I, I, there's a lot of cool people that I think we'd we'd love to see. I, I think you know Marvel has a great track record right now of choosing a lot of indie directors as well. Like we have Basim Tarek who's going to be doing um, Blade, for example. We had Chloe Zhao who did Eternals. So even John Watts doing Spider Man. John like, Watts who you know came from Clown. Yeah, so you know what I just thought? Give it to Bryce Bryce Dallas Howard. Bryce Dallas Howard it could be yeah, another she one. She did a fantastic job with the the Mandalorian this year. Yeah. yeah. Uh, sorry. The Boba book, Fett. Of Bo- book of Boba Fett with Mandalorian's episodes. Um, I think she's grown as a director and I, I, I think I, I, this would I be a great, that. like, th- like introduction to, to a big budget. Yeah. Do you, do you think that her? they would want to do not that? A lot, you don't have a lot to lose on fantastic four. Cause not a lot of people know about it. Right. But she can bring it to another level and if they do lose then she can. Yeah. But, but I also think they don't want to, they don't, not that she's a risk. I just think, they fantastic four you can't have a third out with them now you know what i mean like if this the next fantastic four film doesn't work we're not going to see the fantastic four much after this yeah you know? but i think they will like like marvel's not gonna this yeah. is not gonna fuck it up you know yeah like, i hope yeah going at the end of the day like we've talked about this many times before like the director really is just a formality for Marvel most of the time, right? <laughs> yeah. Like, like the, these movies are a well-oiled machine. They they run no matter what, and they always pump out results. The director attached to it definitely brings their own flair, and they do a lot of work for it. But Marvel's really good at you know working with them to create something. So I, I think whoever they put in there will do a great job. Yeah, put me in there. Okay, you do a Fantastic Four film. What would your Fantastic Four film pitch be? Um. It's a family of four. Oh, good so far. Uh, one's a rock man. One's a, a rock man. A okay. stretchy man. Okay, no, I don't like any of this. A flamey so man. A flamey man. Yeah. And the other one's an invisible lady. Yeah, maybe I was wrong about Marvel. I'm sorry. They probably won't do magic with this and, one. And no. uh, it would take place in New York. 
and they would have a fantastic building. Why is so much shit happening in New York, by the way? What What is with... Dude. Do, do comic writers hate the city? Well, no, just everyone lives in New York, man. Like, who wants to live anywhere else in the States? So, like, when you watch a movie, most movies that you watch, I feel, take place in New York. Yeah, but also, it's, it's never snowing for some reason for them. It's always, like, because they're, like, based in California. So, they're like, hey, we're only going to talk about New York when it's summertime. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, I think, like, Marvel's is a New York-based comic yeah. book company so yes. when it started it started in new york and that's where a majority of people x-men read, read Strange, spider-man yeah. fantastic four daredevil daredevil everyone's there yeah everyone's hanging everyone's out in new york city destroying new york city. i think after that time period that Avengers. we'll say the 20 years 30 years then they started branching off to different yeah. locations and that's why and when, like. when we saw the first iron man film I'm like oh shit this is west coast yeah like we don't we don't but really like, see west coast even if you see west coast you don't want your superheroes to be in a west coast environment because there's not a lot to destroy oh right yeah you know new york city's like it's a it's, it's like, a good place yeah. to destroy things um yeah hold on gonna, a second i'm just gonna keep I'm gonna roll you know that like it's it's the comic world like that's yeah. you always go to everything will happen in new york you're yeah. not gonna go to friggin uh mumbai oh okay well, i don't know why you looked at me for that one <laughs> you know what i'm saying i didn't yeah. look at you, you did, you're like, like we're gonna go to mumbai right shay it's, it's too hot there uh-huh. and there's not a lot to destroy Oh, you should, you should go to Mumbai then, and, and we should talk about that later. Um, let's let's jump into our next story here. And Anthony kind of alluded to it already. Justin Lin is exiting as director of Fast X or Fast Sex, uh, and he will remain as a producer. This is from Justin Kroll of Deadline. With filming underway on Fast X, uh, Deadline has learned that Justin Lin is stepping down as director of the installment. In the fantastic, in the fast, fantastic, in the Fast and Furious <laughs> franchise. Sorry, there's just so many fast and fantastic fast nowadays. And fantastic. Just days into production, Lin co-wrote the film with Dan Mazzo and will remain on as a producer. While the parting was amicable between both parties, insiders say that Lin ultimately decided to step away from the franchise due to creative differences. Lin has released a statement on his decision to leave the film. With the support of Universal, I've made the difficult decision to step back as director of Fast X while remaining with the project as producer. Over 10 years and five films, we have been able to shoot the best actors, the best stunts, and the best damn car chases. On a personal note, as a child of Asian immigrants, I'm proud uh, of helping to build the most diverse franchise in movie history. I will forever be grateful to the amazing cast, crew, and studio for their support and for welcoming me into the Fast family. Universal Pictures having to replace the Fast X director in the midst of this principal photography could end up costing the studio upwards of six hundred thousand to a million dollars a day. Anthony, what do you think about this? Yeah, this is uh this is what we were talking about before. This is the second director to to leave his posting. Um but this one is close because they literally were starting to shoot. Well, we can. Yeah. Fantastic yeah. Four, nothing's been like shot or casted right. or anything yet. So we're in the midst of pre-production and your director is leaving. And yeah, that is definitely costing you a lot of money. Um, I don't... It's That's... I, I wonder what happened. Like, There's the way they, they said it and he's, it seems like it could be more personal than creative differences. I don't want to speculate. But they need to get a director ASAP because losing six hundred to a million dollars a day on a you know Fast and the Furious movie could uh, hurt them in the long run, yeah. and especially if it doesn't make the money. And looking at the last uh, Fast and the Furious, didn't make as much money as all the other ones. Yeah, and it feels like there's a the Fast and the Furious franchise is kind of slowing down, 
it's it's that box office that they they're trying to expect is might not be there anymore. So this is going to hurt them. This is bad. Get someone in. Get second director to start directing some of the scenes, and maybe by that time, um, yeah, they have a script already to go off of, right? Yeah. So get a second year director in there. And then if you want, maybe the next couple of days, hopefully you can sign on somebody. But even like as a director to go into this film, that's a lot of pressure. It's like, oh, can you do Fast and the Furious? And you're in you as a director. Yeah, you could probably sign a big con, a, a big paycheck. But that's a lot of pressure on you right now. And who's yeah. going to want to take that? Who wants that pressure of the Fast and Furious franchise? instantly and and it's not and it's not just that you are directing the final two films right and and that's and that's the biggest problem right now justin lynn is fast and the furious when you look at what has made this series so successful it's him right he is the one who gave a new life with tokyo Drift. he came back and kind of set things back on course with fast and furious and then fast five which turned the franchise into a different type of series right then furious six came out and set the stage for seven and then seven which he didn't do james wan did mm-hmm. and then eight uh, uh f gary gay f gary did and then nine he came back for wasn't the greatest film but also didn't make as much money as as you said anthony and then now we actually have a film that started production and for him to be leaving and it's not as fast x and then furious 11 like those were the endings of this series and you have the guy who's kind of led the charge throughout all of this. He's not going to be there for it. Um, it's crazy. And I think if you get another director who comes on now, that's script changes, that's set changes, that's a lot of things. Like, So I think they're just going to have a second unit director maybe step in and you know just direct what was... Can, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, and it's not even just wrapping up. It's shooting no, the sorry, whole shooting, fucking movie yeah. now. Yeah. It's crazy. It's absolutely crazy. So like, not like like the work of a director is nothing gets done without a director no. you know what i mean so it's like when when even even like in the case with like marvel studios that we were talking about earlier it's like we have you need somebody to steer that ship and when somebody is not there and especially when a production has started and they're not you have your your captain leaving this movie i wouldn't be surprised it's delayed because mm-hmm. what are they possibly shooting right now right you know yeah crazy i've been I, I when you said directors and the whole like the aspect of being a director. I was watching the Hollywood reporter and it was a, a director's episode. Usually do the round table and they have mm-hmm. all these directors. And this was about, I think it takes, it was five years ago and they had Denzel Washington, uh, Damien Chazelle, uh, uh, Barry Jenkins. Oh, this is probably from 2016? Ma- Mel 2017? Gibson. Yeah. yeah I remember and they were just yeah. talking about like, Oh, 2017. Yeah. Cause it was for when Denzel did fences and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And they were just talking Axel about like Ridge. the right. uh, Axel Ridge for Mel Gibson. Yeah. And, um, first man for yeah Yeah. and they were just talking about the pressures of being a director and like the amount of work that goes into it and and it's a lot of work like you think that it's not but it's so much the director is from there from the beginning to the end just like a producer and without these two people you know you don't get a movie made and when you're being when a movie's like about to be made and you try to find someone and they have to have that vision and they have to you know get along with the cast and and understand the the set the set dynamics and what each scene means. Like when you lose that person who's set it all up, it's a clusterfuck. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's it sucks. And I don't know if the caliber of what the expectations were from Universal with this film is now dropped because they don't get the the same caliber. And, and the cast in this film also they're 
they're very demanding cast. Like you, you look at Vin Diesel, for example. He like this is his pride and joy. You know, yeah. the Fast franchise is his. So I'm sure that he's probably just like either not. I don't want to say livid, but he's definitely like. He's making it a mission to get that role filled. I wouldn't be surprised. Oh, I think he's mad for sure because yeah. he's a producer on it too. He's a producer, but I, I, I would assume that he also understands wherever Justin Lin's coming well, from. Yeah, a hundred percent. You know what I mean? I, and I don't want. Sorry, I didn't mean mad, but I think he's uh, pressured. Yeah, I, I, like, yes, there's a lot yes. of stress on his plate One, too. One hundred percent. Because yeah, like as you said, like as a producer of the film, his job now is not just focusing on acting and everything else with it. He's also like, I need to find somebody who I'm could fill this money. role. Yeah. Million dollars a day. Yeah. That's a lot of money. Yeah. Just give it to us. Just we'll give one it. day's production to us, guys. All three of us will direct it. Yeah. Yeah. What are we, ch- what are we changing with the movie? Nothing. I'm just going to shoot it exactly what's in the script. Mm, I'm going to shoot it from the perspective of the headlights. I'll be honest, man. It's not, it's not that good. Are you sure? Yeah. You haven't seen it yet, though. I, I don't want to see the headlights. <laughs> you see the headlines. It's yeah. great. <laughs> Uh, let's jump into some quick updates. Ant-Man 3, previously dated for July 28, 2023, is now going four months earlier on February 17th in Captain Marvel spot. Uh, sorry, the, the Marvel sequel. Captain Marvel sequel, The Marvels. And now that's being pushed over to the July 28th spot of next year. So they kind of did a little swaparoo. Um, we also have Adam Sandler, who's confirmed that he's reuniting with the Safdie brothers for a new movie. So uncut gems was a great film we all loved it here and excited to see what he kind of does next uncut gems yeah let's jump into some trailers trailers Trailers. we had trailers this week for bodies 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 on the count of three miss harris goes to paris and watcher also the other trailers that dropped during CinemaCon as well any trailers here that you guys wanted to kind of touch on on the count of three was a really good trailer. Yeah. On the count of three, I think very, was very a, cool the trailer. standout for me this yeah. week for sure. Yeah, that was a, that was a fun trailer. I really really dug that one. I like the storyline. It is a sad storyline, but there yeah. is comedy in it. So I'm guessing very it's dark a, comedy. Dar- yeah. Very dark comedy. Um, but yeah, like the pacing, everything from that trailer really got me wanting to go see it. Yeah, Jared, sure. I know Jared Carmichael right now also has a um, comedy special out right now that I keep hearing is really really good. I got to check that out. I think it's on HBO. Um, so yeah, there's a, there's a lot kind of going on there. He's, he's definitely had a, a really good rise and I'm excited to see what he kind of does next. Uh, any other trailers? Bodies, bodies, bodies. But like bodies, bodies, bodies. I was looking forward to it because it was another horror film, but in a four and a two four and I'm watching the trailer and I just, I didn't care. Like mm-hmm. it, it just seemed noisy and loud and obnoxious mm-hmm. and gave me like very Gen Z, Gen Z vibes and spring breaker vibes. And I didn't, we didn't even get to see a lot of horror that happens in this a lot film. of reaction there's a lot of comedy and it's also um what's his name the p davidson p davidson comedy and i'm, I'm not a fan of his comedy he, he's not funny to me he's yeah. just an idiot yeah i guess that's funny in the united states of america but uh um, <laughs> <laughs> this is so specific yeah. <laughs> well i feel like americans states. love love p davidson and so does I don't know. Uh, Kim I don't Kardashian. Know. I don't know if people really like P. Davidson. Like I have nothing against him. I don't. I, I feel no ways. He always looks sick to me. You Maybe know, like, he is sick. I, I think he that? is sick. But like, oh, so now you're gonna call him out? On being but he sick? looks. Look, he looks like he's always like either sick or he's on drugs. Maybe he looks like a, sick, a druggy. A <laughs> like there's druggy. a sickliness to him. Yeah. Yeah. Like I don't know, and he looks like goofy too. Like <laughs> the the like dog? A sick goofy. What? Yeah, like, like the Disney character oh. without the. Kind yeah, of does. He's tall, right? Lanky oh. and goofy looking. There's a lot. There's a lot to type and package from that. A lot honest. of to unpackage. Yep. Um, out this week, Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. So we like, like Daniel mentioned in the beginning, we will be having our review drop for that this week, alongside our 
interview with Sam Raimi and Michael Waldron, which will be on Wednesday. So yeah, I, my days of the week are a little confused. It's about to get strange out here. Yeah, that's your that's your, that's your movie. <laughs> Looks like things are getting a little strange. Anybody call for a doctor? Like that's you. Yeah, that would be on the day. poster. Make sure no, make sure you don't eat any apples today because you want the doctor to come visit. And yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know, know about that, that one. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, let's ju- let's get into what we're watching. Let's start off with the top, go to the bottom, and then back to the top again with Anthony. So I've been watching the offer. Okay. Uh, and you can hear my review, our review on um, on our podcast channel, and you can go to YouTube as well. I thought you forgot the name of the show. Yeah. For a second. <laughs> the podcast the channel. On, uh, the podcast. <laughs> that's, that's uh, movie watching. Uh, five. Uh, Really liking the offer. I just, I like it. I like the show. I like it a lot. And I wish, you know, there was more shenanigans for a sequel. Yeah. Oh, you know, like yeah, I, yeah, yeah. Because The Godfather 2, we talk about The Godfather being like huge, but it didn't win a lot. It didn't win the Academy Awards like Godfather 2 did, where it just everything. It was swept, yeah. It was, it killed everything. But it won Best Picture, though, right? And uh, yeah, they both won Best Picture. That's like the big one. But it didn't ever, he never won Best Director. Francis best Ford writer. never won it. So. Best Screenplay. Sure. Sure. Cabaret, I think, won it that year. What? Cabaret, yeah. For best, best director? director? Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> I've never seen Cabaret, but I just know. Neither have I. Um, started watching Atlanta season three. Yep. Interesting dynamic to this season. It's been a really long time since season two. Four years, right? Yeah. Yeah. And um, I kind of forgot where, where it ended, but now, you know, I did like a little recap video and... That takes place in Europe and boys on his uh, European tour, but they throw in a lot of these bottled episodes, uh, especially where the first uh, episode is a bottle episode, and then um, I think every three episodes there's another bottle episode, yeah, which is interesting. And I like the bottle episodes when they include the cast. These bottle episodes are just short stories that have no. That are, I think, in the world of this of of Atlanta, hundred percent. Yeah, I think it's like we we have these ideas for a story that we want to tell the story, but it yeah. doesn't relate to the characters that are happening. But it's still part of their worlds. Like they yes. wanted to do a spinoff, but they didn't want to do it officially, so they were like testing the waters with this. Yeah, yeah, and that's I I like the the bottle episodes from the previous seasons because it included the cast and it was yeah. just weird and yeah. they would be caught in these situations, but um. These bottle episodes are very focused on diversity, um, black, white, what it means. There's a there's also like this eeriness to this season too, like this scariness. Yeah, because they talk it's about curses. Of like, it reminds me of like Twilight Zone. Yeah, you know? it does. It does. It, it it gives me the vibes of Get Out because I think Gambino and the whole team really wanted to focus on, and I think this was after George Floyd, the the Amer like what it's like to be an american now after the blm movement and what it's like to be white in this world now and they they talk about a lot of things i don't want to spoil it it's super interesting i'm not it's not that i'm a fan of i just wish i saw more of the individual stories and if i was comparing it to anything because it takes a lot of the different genres and tries to mash it together very similar to barry where it's taking different genres of films and, and tv stuff putting in into one piece barry i feel like hits the nail on the head with that and alana's just in this weird spot with me and Atlanta reminds me a lot of um i again i i love donald glover i think he could be a very 
strange dude sometimes yeah um he's interesting now he's interesting now especially like the last changed. the last i think 2018 Maybe it's me like is i think when he was at his peak when I, you know when this is america came out and you know atlanta season two and then we heard they was going to be in like and then star wars solo and then lion king so like there was a lot of stuff going on with him in the last four years he's been a bit more quiet and he came back with the season of atlanta which they shot three and four i believe together yeah um and i'm like i'm liking this season but i also think that the season feels like it is trying harder to be into more intellectual than the previous two seasons where the previous two seasons just relied on telling their stories and having fun with it and this this feels like a bit of a a darker path for the show which in in like terms of the subject matter which is great too but i feel like it's it's missing some of the magic that made the first two seasons more special. And I think it could just be a product of four years in between making of a show coming out and being released. Yeah. Like that's a product for a lot of shows that are dealing with, right? There's a lot of, because of the pandemic, a lot of things have been delayed from when we were, I think they may have hit maybe even more, yeah. uh, but also a lot has happened in the last four years where, you know, the States especially are in a very different spot than where they were in 2018 versus now. Yeah. Right. For sure. The show, every episode is delivering a message yeah. that you should be, understanding there's a lot of social commentary but i feel like that's i don't want that anymore and like you know what i'm saying like with with alana it was a simple story and yes there was social commentary but now it's like really focused on that and right not on as much as on the characters and i want to see that i want to see these characters grow and i don't know how the fourth season is going to end it'll be interesting because i feel like there, there's a political and, and uh, emotional side to this whole series after um after the past two years of events right yeah i feel like this season it kind of carries the same kind of tone and feeling that the teddy perkins episode did because that Which was, was a, fantastic, a fantastic episode. Yeah. it included characters from the show like, and yeah. the keith for example yeah, yeah. and but and wasn't uh wasn't donald glover he played teddy perkins yeah 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 you don't get that there are some weird like there is episode two was really like it felt like midsummer there, episode th- two, yeah, episode two of um of Atlanta. Did you watch episode two? Yeah, but that's when they're in Amsterdam. Yeah, yeah. Did you not watch it? Yeah, we did. Remember the was... remember the dude in the in the in the bed who's dying. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That's and episode two, come, right? Yeah, it comes uh, the 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 curtain co- falls on him. Yeah, I'm yeah, like, you're right, you're what? right. What was that was that was. <laughs> Sorry, I kind of forgot about that part because I remember the beginning was very normal. That was very shocking. And then it it went into this like weird like. And I love that stuff. Yeah, yeah. that was cool. That was but then they cool. go into like those bottle episodes. Yeah. Where I just like, I, and I think the bottle episodes. That's where I miss the casts. Like that's yeah. where you miss like the the cast from the show more. But yeah, Sorry if I what spoil else? it for the cast. For the for the audience, no, uh, what else do I have there? I put on Tokyo, Tokyo Vice. Vice. I finished that. You can hear my review of it. I think it's a well made show, and I think you should watch it if you're on uh, if you have HBO Max or Crave. It's a great show to watch. Sure, or a series. Cool. Game. What about yourself? A uh, bit of a quiet week for me. Uh, I maybe I'm just forgetting stuff. Just been catching up on a lot of TV, which you could hear our TV extravaganza review episode that's out right now. Uh, finished the dropout, uh, which I which I really liked. I just think too that. Man, I I just really hated Elizabeth Holmes and um what's the what's his face? Tony Bowani. Yeah, like they're just awful people. And I and I one of the things that I think I and struggled with brother. I hated her brother a lot. Yeah. Too. I think one of the things that I struggled with towards the end of the show is that when when it was being introduced, like the plot line of the journalists, I wish that that was more of a through line throughout all of the show. Because I think the show spent too much time taught like with Elizabeth and 
even at the end, I felt like it was trying to make us sympathize with her a little bit more. But I wish we got more of like the journalists trying to get her throughout the show, mm-hmm. or like just people trying to like really take him down. Other than William H Macy, who kind of felt like he was a bit more like an antagonist to her mm. and then they're like oh no we're actually on his side now but i still really enjoyed the show uh doctor strange uh spider-man no way home i rewatched this week obviously in preparation of multiverse of madness and because we got the expendables expendables news last week i, I rewatched the first expendables film uh and atlanta obviously we were just finished talking about nice uh for myself uh we watched doctor strange i and then Thor ragnarok i just had to follow it up with after because you know the Ragnarok is such a good movie. I love watching that movie. Um, X-Men First Class, something something just made me want to watch something that is related to X-Men. I wonder, what, I wonder what it could be. And, and obviously, <laughs> Doctor Strange and Multiverse of Madness is coming out, but none of those cast members are in Doctor, uh, Doctor Strange, or at least not that we know of. But I just I love X-Men First Class, and it's been a while since I've watched it. Um, Dope Sick I started because I know you guys kept saying it's really good, and um, yeah, I'm really enjoying it. It's really, really cool so far. Uh, rewatch super bad because why not such a funny movie and also this is the end because that is also such a funny film i know it has your favorite actor in there as well anthony i like the end it just <laughs> felt like how it ended was anticlimactic how, can, how else can you end it though i don't know but like wait this is the end yeah. yeah yeah it just kind of ends they just die yeah, no, just, well, yeah, they they they, and then they this they, is the end of the world. This yeah, the and then they dance. But the lead, the beginning was really funny, but then once it, they got out of the house, it just became. It, it does slow down at that point a little yeah. bit, yeah. But I mean, I still really like it. Yeah, man, you do you. Yeah, Listen, be. guys, Sam Raimi's going to be on the movie podcast this week. Sam, Sam Raimi, Raimi said he and hates Michael Waldron. He hates what? This he hates is me. and Shabazz. <laughs> That's not possible. Yeah, I called him up. You called him up. Yeah. I'm going to ask him. I'm going to ask him again because I have his number now. So I'm gonna be like, hey, be, is it true what you just, said? just confirming. Just want, is, just is want to confirm this story. And he'll, before look, we run he'll it. literally look at me through the FaceTime call and be like, that smug bitch Anthony. <laughs> I'll kill him. And then that's it. And the call ends. Well, that was all we had this week for the Wii Podcast. As always, you can catch a brand new episode every single Monday and watch out throughout the week for our review episodes on all the latest movies and series. And make sure to follow the Movie Podcast on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, and Letterboxd. And also, you can watch us on YouTube. Our handsome faces are on there as well. Like and subscribe. Like and subscribe. Follow for more. Ring the bell for more options. Right? That's how it works? Yeah. yeah. You can ring that bell. Ring that bell. Because that way you get notified. Shea when brings we- all the milkshake. What? <laughs> I ring His milkshake brings I all the I ring the all the milkshakes. What is that? Like a fucking riddle? <laughs> so I think Shay was singing, like, you could ring my bell. And then you were singing milkshake for some reason. Yeah. <laughs> I I was, no, I wasn't singing anything. I was just saying, ring the bell, guys. You guys turned into something weird. Yeah. There's no milkshakes if you ring a bell. There's I just no wanna, milkshakes. Just want to confirm. There's no ringing of a bell. Legally, anymore. we cannot offer you milkshakes. I was just doing a Quasimodo thing. Uh, and also, leave us a review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify and write uh, into a hello at themoviepodcast.ca. Join our Discord and check out our show notes for all that and more. That was this time with the movie podcast. And we'll see you next. <laughs>